We're explaining the idea of how this world is literally nothing compared to Hashem, and Rav Zaman chose to explore it through the idea of speech, that speech compared to the power of speech is absolutely nothing. And we started exploring this idea that a single word is absolutely nothing compared to the power of speech, which is the soul's second garment. See, because the soul has three garments, as we spoke about in chapter 4. Action's the lowest, speech is the second, and the first is thought. Now, surely the word has no value compared to the soul's innermost garment, which is thought. And it goes without saying that the word is nothing compared with the essence and entity of the soul, which is the ten sfirot, chachma, bina, da'at, etc., from which are derived the leathers of thought, which are then enclosed in one speech. For thought, too, like speech, consists of leathers, except that leathers of thought are more spiritual and refined, but nevertheless they are leathers. Now, continues, and this he says, but the ten attributes, Chachma, Binadas, etc., are the root and source of thought, and before being clothed in the garment of thought, they lack the elements of leathers. In other words, think of your subconscious. The leathers are only formed when you apply your thoughts to a particular idea or feeling. Only then are you forced to articulate it. Before that, you just had the feeling or you just had the intuition. So it's so subtle before that that technically there are leathers, but not the way we understand leathers. For example, when a man suddenly becomes conscious of a certain love or desire in the heart, before it has risen from the heart to the brain to meditate and ponder it, it does not require the, it has not yet acquired the element of leathers. It's pure desire. All the more so before he began to even feel in the heart a craving and desire for that thing, when it was confined simply in the realm of the person's chachma, or understanding, meaning that the thing was known to him to be desirable and gratifying, something good and pleasant to attain, to study a certain discipline or to eat some delicacy. Sorry about that. Now, only after the desire and craving have already descended into the heart through the stimulus of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, and only after they have ascended again, once again from the heart back to the brain, to think and meditate how to implement that desire by obtaining the food or studying the subject, it's only at this point that leathers are born in one's mind, corresponding to the language of each of the nations. In other words, you'll start thinking about it in English or Japanese or Korean. Now, the point is how infinite leathers are to their source. So a pure feeling that has not yet reached the implemental stage of thought, transcends differences of nation and language, since it has not yet expressed itself in letters. From all this, we may understand Rabbi Shneur Zalman's earlier statement that a spoken word is utterly without value in comparison with a soul's intellectual and emotional powers. Surely then the divine word by which Hashem creates and animates all the worlds has no value at all next to Hashem, who is truly and absolutely infinite. Thus, all the worlds created and sustained by Hashem's word are as if non-existent from Hashem's perspective, and their presence does not have any effect and does not create any change in His unity. We will continue exploring this theme 
in chapter 21.